Yo, I'm Will Blackman, and this is Upsets and Underdogs, presented by WinBet. Heading into week six of the NFL season, we have some fantastic games coming up. The Chargers are visiting the Ravens in a fascinating quarterback duel. Kyler and the Red Hawk Cardinals are facing Baker and the Browns. And the Raiders are facing off with the Broncos in a matchup between two teams who started off the season on fire and now seem to be cooling off. All of this and more on today's Underdog episode as we break down the teams we think are being overlooked and give you all the hot tips you need for this weekend. Plus, Super Bowl champion Tremont Williams is here to chop it up with us. Uh, Want to hear what the automakers missed? Stick around. And don't forget to tune in this Friday for the next installment of Underdog Tales, a series where I tell you the stories of some of the greatest upsets in sports history. This time, I'll be telling the tale of the 2015 Leicester City Foxes, who entered the season with 5,001 odds to win the Premier League. When they became champions, it changed the world of sports betting forever. Listen in on Friday to find out how they did it. This show was brought to you by WinBet. Week 6 is on our doorstep, so there's no better time to get in on the action. Download the WinBet app right now and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders, who will be the last team to be undefeated, team exact win totals, and a ton more. Plus, you know we got those NFL parlays. Download WinBet app right now and set the odds in your favor. Offer so that you change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. I, before I get started, you know I need to bring in my dog, Lamb. Lamb, what is the word? How are you doing? What is happening? Have you recovered from your beatdown this week? Oh, yeah, I feel good. I feel good, Will. Thank you for once again bringing it up for the third time, you know. It is it is what it is, but time out. We need to we need to get to the address the elephant in the room. Elephant in the room. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram scrolling on the recliner, <laughs> just chilling. See my guy Will Blackman at the top of the feed, clicking. The usual, a lot of wine, a lot of wine. And then all of a sudden, I see an icon. An icon standing next to Will Blackman. David Beckham, dude? Where where'd this come from? <laughs> Listen, man, listen, I know people that know people that know people. Okay. No, nah, so so what so we have a mutual friend, uh, this guy Ewan Ventners. He's a CEO of at Hauser and Worth, uh, which is a huge art gallery uh organization. And I'm hanging out with him because we're gonna go to dinner and there's a there's a door, there's a room with a door shut. He was like, Yeah, he said, I'm, let's hold on because you know, David Beckham, he's in there buying art. He'll come out in a second. I was like, I was like, wait, David's in the room right there. He goes, Yeah, he's just right there, <laughs> like literally right in that door buying art and i was like oh bet okay <laughs> you know like he's he said it's so casual um because there's there's a downstairs there's a gallery and then upstairs there's like a private room that no one is allowed in really you know it's like all this art is is for particular sales so he came out and just he was just super chill and, and wanted to talk for a while and, and you know we hung out for a little bit and then he you know, he offered to like exchange info and invited me to a, you know, a Miami match, um, the team he owns. And so, yeah, it was it was interesting because I'm a I'm a I did I played it cool. But like, you know, I was I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. Dude, that's so Beckham. that's so ill. So I, there's a lot of backstory <laughs> to this. Right. One of my favorite players growing up was David Beckham. I wore two numbers in soccer. Well, I wore number seven because of him and number 14 because of Thierry Henry. Right. Everyone calls me Lamb Will because I'm Greek. And for Greek Easter, we eat lamb on the rotisserie. David Beckham's most iconic England moment ever came against Greece 
in 2001, there was a free kick in the 90th minute. They were down 2-1 to Greece, and that free kick sent them to the World Cup in 2002. So, a little bit of full circle. I think it was pretty <laughs> funny stuff, man. You meet Beckham, I'm Greek, just bodied my, my, my homeland. While you're eating lamb rotisserie, that's good to know. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. You got to, you got to. All right, it's time to bring in today's guest. This is my dog, man, 15-year NFL veteran, a pro bowler, a Super Bowl champion. I call him Boosie because he's from the boot. My dog, Tremont Williams. What's good, dog? What's good, my brother? What's going on with you? Man, you know me. Just <laughs> just trying to hold it down. I'm excited <laughs> to see you. No, I'm excited to see you, man. It's I love working with uh, you know close friends. Like you know, Unless you're a Packer fan, most people don't know. Like You and I are extremely close uh went through the grind together man and and um you know made it happen so i'm just thankful that you're here man i appreciate you dog no doubt about it bro glad to be on yeah so check this out this show is called upsets and underdogs right okay which is is fitting for you bro so absolutely you know what i'm saying so i want to ask you i always ask every single guest what was one like big personal upset career preferably or life whatever it is and how did you overcome that um, my whole life, my whole life, obviously, you know, you say underdog, I was an underdog, um, not getting, a, uh, offered a, a college and going undrafted in the NFL. Um, tell me one of the best at, one of the best athletes to do it. Will you know it? You saw me in person. I seen it, <laughs> but, but nobody else saw it though. So I had to overcome basically being a ghost. You know what I'm saying? Basically being right. a ghost, believing in myself, but nobody else seeing what I see. So I had to overcome that um, just time and time again. But I was always able to prove it. So right. one thing about me, I never got discouraged about the process. Always how, was, how was that, though? Why did you not? Because you just said, right, no scholarship. No scholarship. Not drafted. And then you not end drafted. up playing 15 years, being a pro bowler and winning a Super Bowl. Like, What did you do to like stay the course? Okay, so let's go. So let's go back to the roots now. So now we got to go back to the beginning. So the beginning was when I when I when I got in ninth grade. When I got to high school, I started working um, with my uncle at a at a farm. Started working with my uncle at a farm, and I had to wake up at about six thirty in the morning every morning. Um, think about it. I'm going from middle school to high school. So this from you're like 13, 14 years old. I'm like 13 <laughs> years old. So I'm doing this. I'm, I'm working 10 hour days. So I'm going in 730 in the morning. I'm getting off at four o'clock in the evening. So I'm working 10 hour days and I get, I'm getting up in the morning at times. I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing this, but I got to go because all I saw my mom and my dad get up every morning and go to work. So that's all I knew. That's what I saw. I did that. And then um, throughout high school, I worked six different jobs from from contracting jobs with uh, with my dad. My dad worked at a plant in Louisiana. If you know Louisiana, Louisiana is filled with with plants. I tell people, if you're from Louisiana and you're working in Louisiana, you're working hard. <laughs> <laughs> you're working hard. So, I mean, it was all hard labor work. Um, I worked in the supermarket for two years. When I was in high school, I worked two jobs at a time. I was still working in the supermarket until I went to college. Until like the week before I went to college, I was still working in the supermarket. So I was working in the supermarket. I was working with my dad. 
I would go, I would work with my dad from 6.30 in the morning till four o'clock in the evening. I would go straight to my supermarket job right after that to close. And obviously close was nine o'clock, but you got to stock shelves. You got to do the whole nine. You may not get out till 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock. That's so I would, I would do that over and over again. So like I already had experience what the real world really was. So I already had experienced that. And um, when I got to college and when I went to college, man, everything was, else was a cakewalk. Like, right. you ain't got to believe me. I believe in myself. I know if this football thing don't work out, man, I didn't already done the whole label <laughs> work. I know I can do that already. I ain't really worried about when that. I was 13. <laughs> <laughs> I done that when I was 13. So That's wild. Like, me, me being frustrated with the process, man, it just never crossed my mind. I was like, man, I'm not worrying about nobody not believing in me. Like, my peers always did. Maybe the coaches didn't see what I saw, but my peers always did. And that's all that really mattered at the end of the day. That's wild. Yeah. yeah. So, you, so you had the grind embedded in you before you even had a mustache. Bro. Absolutely. <laughs> that's what's, no, that's what's up, man. I love that. And I love when you tell your story. That's why I wanted you on this show, man, to share that because this is upsets and underdogs. And we all mm-hmm. had to overcome something, man. So I appreciate that, man. So, all right. Let's get into the show. It's time for our segment called Top Dogs, right? This is where we highlight the underdogs of week six that we feel are most undervalued and have the best chance to win you some dough. So first game, fellas, uh, we'll talk, we're going to talk about the Chargers at the Ravens. The Ravens are favored minus three uh, ticket and money count. 93% of the tickets are Chargers. 80% of the money are the Chargers. So I'm going to ask two things, right? So here, Nick... Um, Lamb, we're gonna boosty. We're gonna call him Lamb. This is my dog Lamb right here, right? We okay, okay. He, he he Lamb. Uh, he had he he has some he's had some kind of man crush with Justin Herbert. I need to know about this. Yeah, so I pit. I I was saying he was gonna win MVP from January. Like I'm a big fan of the second year guy taking the next step. I love the offense, love the talent. One rookie of the year, so not exactly a crazy hot take. But I got this running picture, Tremont, of just. Him hugging one player, but it's photoshopped and it's me. So anytime somebody praises, anytime somebody praises Justin Herbert, you'll see that like ten to twelve times a week on my social media. That's the origins of this. I'm gonna have to check it out. Hey, but but Tremont, tell tell me your thoughts on Herbert, bro. Like like your real your actual thoughts. What do you think about this kid? Truthfully, man, I think uh, the second year player to be a second year player, man. I think the kid is special, me personally. I think he's special. I think his accuracy is off the chart. I think his decision-making is quick and is off the chart. Um, the things that he's showing in his second year, I think is amazing. Um, just like Lamb say, I think that that kid, um, he's definitely going to be an MVP caliber for sure. Yeah, he's, he's, so, he's so relaxed. You know, we, we talk about when we see quarterbacks, obviously we fall in love with the arm and whatever they can do, the mobility. But we all know, man, I mean, shoot, we play a far Rogers like dude is relaxed. Right. And, those, is, and those guys were chill. And I think that's the crazy thing about it, his maturity when it comes to that, man. Um, so, yeah, they're playing the Ravens this week. The Chargers have the worst run defense in the NFL by far. And they're playing the number three rushing attack. Um, obviously led by Lamar. Uh, the two things that are cool about the Chargers is that, you know, they can score points. And Mike Williams right now, who's going to get broke off after the season, he's holding it down. Um, yeah, so this is interesting. I, I think it's crazy that they're 
I kind of would have the Chargers favored, but I think maybe the run defense is the issue. But um, I don't know. What are your thoughts on this game, Tremont? I think you see it be the shootout. I think it can. It depends. Um, I think Styles make fights. Me and you, a boxing fan. Styles make yes. fights. Actually, Lamb's so, a boxer. Lamb's a fight fan. <laughs> so he's with you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Know all about Styles, that. Styles make fights. So obviously, I was in Baltimore last year. Uh, I played in Baltimore last year, and the defense that they play, man, is is aggressive. It's very aggressive. Um, no help at the corner position. You got to be able to hold your own Mm-mm. with those receivers. <laughs> it might be trouble. <laughs> it, it might be trouble for that defense if they can't get to Herbert. Obviously, we just finished talking about his decision-making and um, just the ability that he has, the composure that he has. Um, it, it, may be, it may be tough for Baltimore defense. And as you said, uh, Baltimore, the running attack, Lamar is different. I've seen it. I've seen it uphand, <laughs> close, and personal. <laughs> Lamar is different, uphand, close, and personal. Their receiver, Hollywood Brown, he's doing his thing this year. Right. He's putting he he's putting it down, and Lamar is showing that he can he can also win games with his arm this year. So it's gonna be a tough battle. I, I think it's gonna come down to the end. Um, and if it comes out to the end, I don't know, man. Baltimore been pulling them well, off. They've been the showing it. They've been showing it. No, Baltimore. So, so I'm glad you mentioned Lamar before we get to the gambling insights. Because here's the thing, man. There was that report that came out earlier this year. Um, I think Jeff Fowler said, like, oh, you know, team saying they had figured out Lamar. Now the pressure's on him and all oh, the jig is right. up. I'm like, guys, like, he's 24 years old. 24. He's, he's 24 years old. He already won the MVP. He already destroyed the league with his legs. And I'm like, he has the next 10 years to develop into an incredible passer. You know, if, yeah. people, are, if people are concerned about that. And he's already – chunking 400 yards on people already last Absolutely. last yeah last week he had the crazy stat right over 400 yards and he had 86 percent completion percentage he's the first player ever to do that that's unheard of <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's unheard yeah, so so i think it, i think it's it's terrifying to like guys like he's still learning and he's out here ripping people up man so nick get to these uh gambling insights for the people so a lot of action on the Chargers, as mentioned before, the game opened. Ravens, minus five and a half. Now it's minus three. And right now at this very moment, fellas, Justin Herbert, per the WinBet app, plus 400. He's the favorite to win MVP. So we got that little wrinkle coming in. Will, you mentioned something about him being relaxed. And I love that insight from you guys playing with, with dudes who fit that mold, right, of being relaxed. The Chargers this year on fourth down are seven of eight. He's the most efficient quarterback on third and fourth down first and second down, not as successful for him on a conversion rate, but will, do you feel like there might be regression on that? Seven of eight is crazy on fourth down. Yeah. You know, I think it helps when, when you do go for it, you have the entire support of the organization. Like Staley was on record. Like we, we believe in him to go convert it. You know, what's, what's funny is we have two teams that are down to go for it on fourth down with the Chargers and Ravens. You've yep, seen it, right, on fourth right. down. Absolutely. Y'all boys are going for it. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I think like anybody, right, whether you're an athlete or a student or, you know, or a child, when, when someone truly 
believe tells you it tells you that they believe in you and put it on record i mean you're gonna you're gonna do it so and i'm sure they practice these situations that's everything and i think that's why they've been successful jamal is that something like when you were in baltimore you know is is that something like y'all did a lot like practice fourth down situational thing or we we, we did man um obviously if you got a quarterback like lamar it's gonna be tough to stop that run game anyway so it depends on um, what do you face with? What four downs are you faced with? Because right. I remember, I remember Philly. Um, Philly was willing to go for it every four down. <laughs> Philly is willing. Philly is willing to go for it every four down. Um, that's when Carson Wentz was there. Yeah. So um, I think it. I think it's the coaching style. I think it's the the confidence in your players. I think it's, right. it's a whole bunch of things. And obviously, uh, with Justin Herbert. The confidence in Herbert, man, uh, I'm going for it down every time. All right, so who do you like this game, Tremont? Who do you like? Man. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about two teams who are pulling off close games. Yes. Um, <laughs> Hold on, no, you, I'll, you wait. We'll get back to you. So I'll, I'll start it off. So I like, I like the Chargers. I like them, um, for the simple fact of like they gave up, uh, they gave up so many yards rushing and still won the game. You know, they last week was the first team ever, uh, for the Browns to go over what, 400 yards, right. 40, 40 touchdowns. I mean, 40 points and no turnovers and lost. There's the record is teams that did that were 443 and O who put up those stats 443 and O Browns are the first team to do that. So I like the Chargers. Lamb. The heart <laughs> you both says the Chargers. The heart says the Chargers as someone that's financially invested in these MVPs and futures with them. But I think the Ravens are being undervalued here. I think people might have gotten scared off of that late comeback. You know, they were kind of being dominated by the Colts and then the Colts just fell apart. That fourth quarter, like you guys were talking about, the resiliency. I'm going to go with the Ravens here. All right. I gave you some time, Jamar. Okay, cool. I'll take it. So, crazy part about it is somebody just asked me the same question about the same exact game. I picked the Chargers. All right. So, I picked the, <laughs> the Chargers. So, hey, I got to go. I got I to gotta keep going with it. <laughs> All right. That's what's up. All right. Game number two, Raiders at the Broncos. The Broncos are favorite minor four. Uh, ticketed money count. The tickets, 71% are coming in for the Broncos and 69% of the money's coming in for the Broncos as well. Um, this is an interesting game. Um, yes. You got two teams who are stumbling in this game. Both teams are on a two game losing streak. Um, the Ravens, excuse me, the Raiders have wins over the teams that the Broncos lost to, as in the Ravens and Steelers. Um, th this, <laughs> this is interesting, man. Um, obviously with the stuff that the Raiders are dealing with, um, I feel like anytime the Raiders are dealing with some kind of nonsense, they end up just falling off the cliff, you know, e even going back to the AB stuff, like they were looking great with the AB situation, but then when that blew up, then they just fell apart, you know, as an organization. And that was just with the player. I mean, that was a big deal though. Cause he went after the, he went after the owner, he went after the GM, he went after the head coach, but right now with the Gruden thing, man, I feel like they're going to try to rally up, but it's going to be really difficult. Um, they do have Rich Passaccia, the special teams coach, who's going to be the interim head coach. And they also have Gus Bradley, um, who I think is an incredible head coach too there too. So they definitely have some leaders um, as coaches, but 
you know, I think it's just going to be a tough one for them. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Tremont? Um, I, I kind of think the same thing that you do, but I actually think opposite. I think that the Raiders are actually going to come through and they're going to perform this Right. I think they're going to perform for the exact reason that you just said. I think they got some coaches on that staff who can get the job done. We don't know what was the driving force of what was going on in, in that locker room or within that building or in that organization. So if Gruden was part of that, then I would like to say that if you got your bad apple out the bunch, I would think I would like to think that they're going to take off. That's the hard thing, right? Because because we're not there, so it's hard to always talk you about don't know. teams going situation like. Okay, we looked at Houston and them dealing with the drama with Deshaun Watson. Houston comes out. I think they won. Like they put up thirty five against Jacksonville. I know it was Jacksonville, but still they came out and won a game when there was like it's such a mess over there. So right, it could be one or the other. It can it can motivate you, or you know if it's if it's that bad energy wise, it could definitely mess it up. You know, like we went through the whole far drama. But we was we were right. straight. <laughs> we were good. We were still Best straight. situation ever. <laughs> I know, right? We lose far, we got Aaron. We straight, bro. That's um, crazy. I know, right? So, uh, Nick, gambling insights for this game. So, since 2003, 30 teams have fired their head coach in season, including last year you had Atlanta and Houston. Those teams are 14 and 16 straight up. However, four and two the last six times that this has happened. I'm kind of with Tremont on this one where I think this is going to motivate them, especially when you got guys now taking over like Gus Bradley, who's been a head coach. I think they can rally behind this. The Broncos are 0-4 in the last four meetings against the AFC West. And this is something, Will, that I I throw a lot of these trends out at you sometimes. When it's in division, it kind of weighs more because you play each other twice a year, right. sometimes and, and you three times. You need this. It's the guaranteed way to the playoffs, right? Right, right. right. You've mentioned that too. The Raiders are seven and three against the Broncos against the spread in the last ten meetings, so they've had their number. Huh. I know, man. It's just here's here's also too is weird. Is prior to this that came out, I remember just everyone was like loving the fact that you know John Gruden was. You know, accepting Darren Waller for who he was and brought him in. You know, Carl Nassib, a bunch of a bunch of guys who've been in trouble and brought him in, and they are such a tight, you know, unit. They're playing together, all this brotherly love. Right. And so, I think to both of y'all points is that yes, they did lay the foundation. They're gonna play hard, but maybe they he laid the foundation, and who knows? Oh, maybe. Maybe they're like we don't we don't see that. Like Akeem came out, Akeem Talib was like, "Nah, man, like he's not like that. Like he just called me a few weeks ago and was teaching me or helping me give me advice and encouraged me to do this media thing." So they, I don't know what anyone in the Raiders thinks. Again, we're not there. They may think opposite. So I can see them doing that with um, what you guys are saying. Ah, oh, man, it's tough, man. It's tough yeah. that they can so, reach back eleven you know, years. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. So you know what, guys, I'm I'm still gonna go with the Broncos on this. I like them to either cover or win straight up. Um, Lamb, who you got? I'm gonna go with the Raiders. I think I'm with Tremont on this one. I think they rally behind it, and they're gonna pull an upset in Denver. Going with the Raiders, you already know it. Going <laughs> with the Raiders. All right, let's get into our third game. This one's interesting. It's Cardinals at the Browns. The Browns are favored minus two. Ooh. And a half. I know, right? So uh, 55% of the tickets are coming on the Browns. 80% of the money 
of the Browns too. So we already know we already know Cleveland got that ill running game, right? With Chubb and Kareem Hunt, like absolutely insane. Um, and they're going against Cardinals, who are not that good at the run. However, the Cardinals find a way to make it happen. But and the, and the weird thing too about Cleveland, man, is like they they lost two games straight where they had double digit leads, and they're able to put up points. Right. Like I can't I can't imagine putting up forty points, dog, and like and losing. Lose you know what I'm saying? So it's it's weird. I feel like. I feel like Cleveland invested so much in the defense, right? Because they needed to. Like, the secondary was not what's up last year. And this year, you know, they go get John Johnson. And uh, they go get Troy Hill and a couple other dudes. And they're just giving up explosives, man. So this is tough. This is really tough. Uh, what do you What do you see? What do you think are the issues with uh, Cleveland right now, Jamal? It's tough to say. Um, I think this last game that they just lost – they they lost a, a few guys in their secondary. Right. They lost a few guys in their secondary. And when they lost those guys, um, I think the Chargers began to really take advantage of that that situation. Um you think guys are Yeah, I, I think that the Chargers took a, took advantage of that situation. Before those guys got injured on the field, Cleveland was basically really dominating the game for the most part. But Obviously, the Chargers is an explosive team offensively, so they came back and uh, they did what they've been doing all season long, and that's put up points, and they was able to come out and get the win. But I think Cleveland, man, I think that run game. Anytime you got a run game like Cleveland has, right. you're gonna you always be, you're gonna always be in the game. <laughs> you, you're gonna always were, be in the game. Yeah. And I think if you get, I think if you get anything out of Baker Mayfield, because Baker haven't been very good this year, but I think if you get anything. Good out of Baker Mayfield this game. I think Cleveland win this game. It's right. gonna I mean, it, it's it's my toughest game to pick right here. Right, because like I I think Arizona's like legit legit. You know, me too. I, I think they're they're big time. Um, I don't think anyone saw them being undefeated right now. But I again, we talked about Herbert like being in the zone. I said this countless times on the show that like Kyler Murray figured it out. Like he he figured Man. it out the game the game has slowed down completely for this dude, you know, and then like he has so many guys like right now you got guys running free like Rondell Moore is gets one on one now right Christian Kurtz getting one on one you got Chase Edmonds and James Conner running crazy and you got AJ and um you know Hop on the outside now Absolutely. I will say they did lose Max Williams I heard, I just saw that today um and also I think. I think Ronnie Hudson, their center, is he didn't practice today, which will be huge um, in that case. So, Nick. I also think Chandler Jones okay. might be questionable. Yeah, because he was sick, right? Something like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, give me that lamb talk. Yeah, you mentioned it before. <laughs> the Browns coming off a historic loss. Teams were 401 and 0 in a game where they score 40 points or more without committing a turnover. Wrong side of history to be on. That's crazy. The Browns. You guys mentioned it too in passing about how their games, they had double digit leads. They're three and two. I feel like, well, they're the, they might be the best team in the league that no one's really talking about because their losses are to Kansas City, a team that's had their number, and they lost to the Chargers in a historic fashion. Right. right? And one of my favorite statistics, Will, in betting, it's called net yards per play. How many play, how many yards do you get on offense? How many yards do you give up? Best. In the league, the Browns, 1.57 net yards per play. 
My guy, Joe Osborne at Odd Shark, always puts out this graphic. It's one of my favorite tools when you're talking about betting. Man, so it's it's funny. I almost feel like what Baker, like, yeah, they picked up his option. He didn't get a deal yet. Obviously, Josh got paid. Lamar's going to get paid probably any day, whenever it is. I think this, I mean, this is the year for him. And they want they want to see him, like, close it out. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is what like Kirk Cousins went through. Is like everyone Kirk Cousins was dope in prime and like regular games, but when it was a prime time game or when it was close and it mattered, couldn't he come through? And as of late, like the games you mentioned, you know, like the KC game, they should have won that game. I don't know what you mm-hmm. know, he threw a pick at the end. Um, they did everything right for this game, you know, versus the Chargers. It's interesting, man. So for this, man, I I like I like Cardinals, man. I I like them as the underdog. I like them for this game. Lamb. I'm going to go with the Browns. I think the Browns are better than what their record shows. And there's still something about Arizona I'm not buying fully. I don't know what it is, Will. What do you mean? You're you're just not not sure? So they're the seventh favorite to win the Super Bowl. And usually this time of year, if you're undefeated and you've had some statement wins like they've had, you're a little more respected by the sports book. So there's something there. I'm not exactly sure what it is, but just something about them. But in this game, I'm gonna go with the Browns. I think because I think right now because their core guys are healthy. I think that's the that's the big deal. Jamal Boosie. Who you oh are? man, I think crazy part. I think I'm gonna go with the Browns too. As an underdog, I think people really underestimate to some degree. I think just like Lamb say, I think they're a very good team. I think they're not being talked about because the two games that they lost. But you got to look at the quality of opponents that they lost against and how did they lose a the game. I think that the Browns may pull this one off. No yeah, more undefeated teams, guys. No more. <laughs> this, could, this could be. This could. No, if, this, if it's going to happen, it's definitely going to be this week. I think I think Cleveland, man, like just overall, just extremely talented, like everywhere, man. And um, I just, I don't know. I just feel like there's there's something like how you how you're not sure with Arizona. I agree because no one saw this coming preseason. But I think just right. something, just something chemistry wise, is just off with Cleveland. That's why I feel right now. All right, let's get into our last game, and this is perfect, right? Because we are talking about Packers versus the Bears. <laughs> so the stop Packers, it, man! Stop! It's, it's happening. Don't make me get, don't make me be biased now. <laughs> yeah, no, please be biased. Uh, Packers are, are minus five favorite at the Bears. Um, Nick, what do you got for me here, man, with the ticket and money count in this game? We got 70% of the tickets and 72% of the money coming in on the Packers. And Tremont, this is why Will and I are a dynamic duo, because I knew I had two Packer OGs on the show. I had to present this game on here. You know what I'm saying? But question, Tremont, and, and Will, obviously you as well. We always hear Bears-Packers oldest rivalry in football. Does this week as a Packer fan and player, does it mean more on the schedule when you guys are playing the Bears? Go ahead, Tremont. You the longest tenure. <laughs> you the real OG Packer. Oh, my God. I just cramped, guys, on camera. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of think, OG. Man. Hey, Nick, I, I think it is, man. And I've been to a few different organizations, and it's certain teams when you walk into that building – is a statement to be made when you play a certain team. Chicago is that team when you step into Green Bay. Um, we take that serious. Chicago Bear Week is serious <laughs> in Wisconsin. Um, 
And, and I love playing the Bears, me, because um, I can I can only count a few times on my hand that I've lost to them. So I, I love playing the Bears. I believe that the Packers are going to pull this one off as, as they mostly always do. Um, I think the Bears' defense is coming around, though. I think the Bears' defense has looked good. Um, but I don't think that Green Bay is going to come in and let a rookie quarterback take them out. Yeah, it's um, it's it's funny because even going back to my rookie year, I think that's when I, think, I can't remember. I think it was '05 or '06 when Lovey Smith took over, and during his press conference, he said, "I'm here to beat the Packers, bro." Beat the Packers. That's it. Like he he put that <laughs> in his speech. Like it's that serious. Now I will say, yes, the rivalry is massive, right? It, you know, Bears is a big one. Obviously, Minnesota is an ugly one too. Um, massive rivalries, but I will say in in 2007. Might be the only time I feel like our team didn't really care about the Bears, and I say this because <laughs> I know why. Because okay, the last game of the season, right? The last game of the season, bro. We already we already won the division, right? We already we had the first round by sewed up, and we had to play the Bears the last game of the season. We're like, man, we don't even need this game, bro. Like we're good. We don't need this game. So we get to land. We get to Chicago, right? And it's like. It's like minus nine, right? But there, but there's no, but there's no wind, you know what I'm saying? So we all go out, whatever. We shop, eat dinner, like we do on road trips, bro. We get up the next day, it's like forty mile, fifty miles an hour wind, <laughs> and it is, it is absolutely disgustingly cold. And we're like, damn, bro. We're like, man, let's just go ahead and let's play this game, get our ass whooped, and go home, bro. <laughs> like we, like we don't. So, so, so we get to the game, bro, and. I remember it's, it's like it gets up to like sixty mile wind. It's, this is by far the coldest game I have ever been a part of in my entire life. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I remember I asked Favre. I'm like Favre. I'm like this isn't bad, right? No, like thinking like Favre. He's like you know warrior, never missed a game, just absolute animal. And he's like, well, he said it is effing cold out here, bro. And I was like, <laughs> oh man, I was like, we're gonna lose today. <laughs> I said we're gonna lose. And so I remember like when we were playing. Between each snap, we will run to the bench, right, and run up in the heater. <laughs> Between man, it was it was the coldest game that I ever played. I will tell you this, Nick. I was paranoid from that day on. Anytime we played in Chicago, I was. It didn't matter what we what we made it there, what the temperature was. When that game day came, I was paranoid. I was like, yep. man, this is gonna be a rough one today. So the, the, the craziest thing, go ahead, my fault. Nah, um, but but the telling stories that you was telling, we went into halftime, Nick. Oh, that's the best story. <laughs> yes, please tell this one. This is the best one. So, oh my god. So we go into halftime and and we gotta come out for kickoff. You know, we we get the ball to return the ball. So I'm one of the returners to get the ball. We and both back there. <laughs> we both back there. Me and Will is back there. And counting, they're, right? they're about to kick the ball, and we just running out the tunnel to go right <laughs> right on the field because the we're right there on the, at our end zone. So we just ran right out the tunnel and just ran right on the field right before they kicked the ball off. But this is what happened. So we we out there counting. You know, they're lined up with all 11. We only got like five on the return team. So my, the ref is like, McCarthy, I'm like, where's the rest of your players at? And he's looking, bro, dudes are coming out the locker room with hot, while hot chocolate while, <laughs> while hot chocolate and chicken broth. <laughs> he 
he was so it was cold, man. He was, but anyhow, was oh gosh, man, yeah. So I had to get that story out. But yeah, any any gambling insights for this game? Like, Tremont mentioned how he rarely lost to the to the Bears. Packers are nine and one in the last ten meetings in Chicago, and these are one of those trends, Will, that I was talking about before. In division, they kind of mean a lot more than your right. other matchups. However, I think this one. Might be a little misleading because you do have that rookie quarterback now starting. You haven't seen him before. First time the Packers are going to see him. Man, I ain't worried about and that, man. This is this <laughs> battle for first place in the NFC North as well. Man, I'm picking the Packers, man. <laughs> you know, I'm picking the Packers all all day. Nick. Um, I I think they got enough film on uh, Justin Fields right now. Um, I don't think he's going to come in and surprise nobody. Obviously, he's got ability. I mean, he got a good arm. He can use his legs, but I don't think they're going to be enough for him. Yeah, I, I see the same thing. I mean, I get it like JR is out, but I just don't feel like offensively they have enough. Um, I think Montgomery is out too, right? So mm-hmm. that's, yeah, a huge, that's a huge loss for them as well. So, I mean, we'll see, but I, I just think offensively Green Bay is just too much, you know, with, with all the receivers and both running backs. And obviously you got 12 back there. When you got 12, you always got a chance, you know what I'm saying? And, well, and, 12, and 12 takes this game very seriously. So I like Green Bay. Absolutely. Look, I got to be careful how I, I pose this to you two, but I, I think the Packers win, but I like the Bears to cover. I could see this being a field goal, game winning field goal again by Mason Crosby, who I don't know what was happening. Boy, last that was week, crazy. <laughs> hey, hey so, so, so when I signed back to Green Bay, um, it was, I think, two or three years ago, three years ago. And we played Detroit. We played Detroit, and Mason had a had a game like that. He missed five field goals. Couldn't hit. Couldn't hit nothing. But I will say this, Nick. Mason is automatic for now. On. <laughs> <laughs> he got it out the way. Yeah, he got it out the way, man. He had okay. he had one of those games every now and then. Mason is automatic <laughs> for now. On. Put your money on. That's what's up. <laughs> All right, man. So those are picks. You can find. The rest of the lines for this week on the WinBet app. This show was brought to you by WinBet. With week six on the horizon, there's no better time to get in on the action. So right now, download the WinBet app and start winning today. WinBet offers unique markets like NFL yardage leaders, who will be the last team to be undefeated, and team exact win totals, and a ton more. Yo, Nick, do you see anything on the WinBet app that you like this week? They've added this new wrinkle of building your own bet. Same game parlays, Will. So you could take a look at Ravens Chargers, for example, and take that the Chargers score over 24 and a half points, as well as the Ravens scoring 27 and a half points, as well as the Chargers winning in the first half and then the Ravens winning in the second half. A lot of chaos, a lot of craziness, a lot of things that have my attention. Yeah, that's something I might do. I might pick the Ravens like to be down at halftime because they usually come back. Mm. So, yeah. So download the WinBet app now and set the odds in your favor. Offer so that you change terms, conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Now it's time to make our picks for underdog of the week. This is the dog we think has the best shot to upset their opponent. Hmm, you know what? My underdog of the week, fellas. I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
I'm gonna go with the Jags here in London versus the. I think the Jags get their first win. They are underdogs uh, versus the Dolphins. They are minus three and a half. They lost twenty in a row, fellas. Mm. This ends the Jags. They're mm. they're the they're UK's home team, man. You know what I'm saying? We talked about a team going through some drama. They fought last week despite whatever's going on. I think they come here. They feel the love from the UK crowd at Tottenham Stadium. I think the Jags get their first win. Land, you got. That's that craziness going all the way to London to, to make a pick. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going to go with the Raiders, though. I, I love what Tramon was saying, how... Uh, and, and I agree that that locker room, I think they're really tight knit and, and they'll be able to bounce back from from all the issues that was happening with the Gruden fallout. Who you hey. think is going to who's your underdog <clears throat> Raiders? Hey, <clears throat> no, I'm going with Detroit Lions. Oh, going with Detroit for their first win of the year. First win wow. of the year. Detroit you Lions. You can't pick a Lions, man. I thought you man, I'm going with the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Lions. I, I, I picked that. I've already talked about that pick already. I think the Lions are going to get their first win this year. I like their coaching staff. You like um, you like Dan Campbell crying. You think you think that motivates them? I don't know if it motivates them, but I think they're gonna win. <laughs> 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 I like it. Hey, AG, AG, my guy though. AG, yeah. uh, Aaron Glenn. I mean, I that's my Aaron guy. Glenn. Yeah, 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 that's my guy. And I think that uh, Detroit is definitely going to get their win this week. Sure. Plus 160 for the Lions to win that game, Will. Hey, man. That's a, that's a good chance. All right. Yeah. Finally, we're going to make our favorite pick of the week. This is the team out of any team playing that we think is the biggest lot to cover. I... I like the Ravens to cover. I think the fact that it's going to, you know, I picked the Chargers to win, but we all know, like, it always comes down to the wire. Lamar fights back. Um, I think uh, they'll cover regardless if they lose. Nick, who you got? I got the Browns minus two and a half to be the first team to beat the Cardinals this year. Boozy. I'm, I'm, I think I'm along the same line as Nick. I'm along the same same line with Nick. I think uh, the Browns is going to come. That game is going to be the one. All right, let's quickly recap our picks against the spread. Here's mine. I got the Chargers, Broncos, Cardinals, Packers. Uh, Lamb, what are yours? Ravens, Raiders, Browns, and Bears to cover. Sorry, fellas. Green Bay wins. You Bears said, cover. You, you said cover. It's all good. You trying to make, okay. you trying to make, you trying to make some money here, man. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got nothing wrong. Trying not trying to, to burn no money. bridges. You know, I'm <laughs> trying to get a free bottle of wine, which I'm still waiting for, but we'll yeah, talk about yeah. that all fair. That's what's up. And my dog Tremont got Chargers, Raiders, Browns, Packers. That's what, of course all. he got Packers. He ain't gonna pick no Bears ever, ever. Regardless. Um any betting notes here, Nick? The underdog through five weeks have been pretty dominant, 45 and 35 against the spread, Will. So something to keep your eye on heading into this next week. That's what's up, man. All right, last thing. Let's sum up some of the biggest takeaways from this episode. Hopefully, you can apply these tips this weekend and make some money. So here are mine, right? Despite having a bad run defense, the Chargers are still winning. So that's why I still like them. Um, I'm a little nervous about the Raiders because I feel like when they deal with some drama, any kind of controversy, I feel like uh, they do fall apart. So keep alert for that. And also the Cardinals. I think the Arizona Cardinals are legit because they have so many statement wins. They started off beating Tennessee when 
Tennessee was the hot team with Julio Jones and AJ Brown and obviously Devin Henry and they absolutely obliterated them. Um, also wins against Minnesota early in the year. Minnesota had a full, you know, healthy team, you know, LA after their big win versus the Bucks, and then, you know, San Fran, a, a common opponent. So those are my takeaways for this weekend. Nick, what are yours? The charges are getting a lot of public money and the line has moved in favor of them. I think that's something to just monitor and pursue with caution. The Browns will, I think they're being undervalued against the Cardinals. I'm going to start saying your Cardinals because you've been on this bandwagon for a while now. They are not my Cardinals. <laughs> and, and the Browns, I think, can make a <laughs> legit case to being undefeated. We talked about the losses that they've had. And in division, for the first time, Fields going up against the Packers. I think that's a big takeaway to monitor. All right, that's it for today's show. Next episode, we'll be recapping how week six went down and seeing how our picks turned out. My dog, Chaman, uh, appreciate you, man. Love you. You're my brother. Um, any Anything, what's next for Chaman? Anything coming up? Any projects? What, what's the deal besides being dad and coach Chaman right now? That's right there. That's all I hope <laughs> on right there right now, but... Um, whenever something else come up, you'll be the first to know. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so where can people find you online, social media? Um, Tremont underscore senior Instagram. Um, I don't have a, a Snapchat, so um, in Twitter at HighRiser22. Let's get it. Yes, sir. All right. Don't forget to subscribe. Throw us a rating and review and tell your friends. You can follow me at Will Blackman. Uh, Instagram, I just I just brag and post wine and take pictures with people. Um, Twitter, I talk that smack. Um, Land, where can they find you? Nick Day is 10 on Twitter and Instagram. That's what's up. All right, man. Thank you, everyone. Jamal, appreciate it. Catch you next time. Appreciate it, my bro. Love you. Yes, sir.